All right. So very quickly on this environment thing, it is the it is probably the biggest influence of your behavior, for sure. So if you want to change your behavior, you can change your environment. It's very good at doing that. It's a better it's a better tool than willpower, because it willpower is very limited. Like you still need to grow your willpower and work on it, but if if the easy option is the bad thing to do, you're going to default to doing that, no matter how good your willpower is. Over time, it'll get you. So you've got you've to design the environment to guide you into the right way and remove the trap doors. It's like snakes and ladders. Just get rid of the damn snakes and just put the ladders in the right spots. And then get a routine. A routine is like... Is, I think without my routine, I'd be useless. So you want to get a routine and make it really ingrained in you. And wake up at the same time, go to bed at the same time, do the same ritual in the morning. Like I tell you mine off by heart, 6.50 wake up, 7 o'clock gym, 8 o'clock shower and breakfast, and then 8.30 meditation, and then 9 o'clock go to my desk, look at my to-do list, and start. Stop for lunch at 12.30, eat it, come back by 1, work all the way through till uh, 7, eat dinner, come back by 7.30, keep working until 9, 9 o'clock plan tomorrow today, 9.30, close laptop, go have a shower and then get into bed, and then read or talk to my wife or watch something until 11, 11 sleep. Same thing again, just every day. Except for Sunday, which we just do whatever we want. Well, actually, I do whatever my wife wants. <laughs> but that, that there, like, it's just all just automatic. And it, once it gets, once you've trained yourself and it's all ingrained, it just happens. And you don't really need to think about it. You don't need to have much willpower. It just happens. It's default. So you don't do the visualization anymore? Yeah, I do that too. But it's, it's more when I'm like planning tomorrow, today. Like, and when I'm looking at my, t like that's kind of where it ties into. So at 9 o'clock when I'm planning tomorrow, today, I'll look at my warm app. I'll look at my objectives for the month. I'll look at my annual goals. I'll look at my vision and how this all ties in. Because really, the vision is the main thing. Then the annual goal derives from that. Then the quarterly goals derive from that. And then the in initiatives derive from that. And then the actions come f derive from that. And then the actions have tasks, and they come from that. And that's how it all happens. And so I'm looking at it there. And because sometimes I'm like just checking, is this really the best thing to do to get to here? Like always checking and thinking about it and then planning it out. And then in the morning, I don't have to really think about it. I just do it. But I don't really have to look at the mindset thing so much in the morning anymore because I've just trained myself. I don't have problems st doing work. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm just, I just go at it. I have problems not doing it. So, but the reason why I teach people to do the mindset stuff is because, you know, they're emotionally a mess. 
and they got so much baggage and so much drama and so much shit going on that they need to just sit down and just like just just try and focus on something i i did that myself when i started out and it made a big difference but now when it becomes automatic it just flows yeah do you always end at nine regardless like how often do you keep going past that because you're trying to do something one night a week and I would but this is a good question so if I like let's say I finish slides for something at 9:30, now I can record it recording it might take an hour to two hours that would mean I would finish between 10:30, 11:30. then it's probably going to take me an hour to wind down and go to sleep that means I'm going to be asleep by like 12:30. I'm willing to allow up to a two hour uh, Variance like on my deadline. So like 11 a.m. is go to bed. I want to adhere to that pretty much every day But I'm willing to let it go two hours over that max Every now and then But no more than that if it means like if I'm gonna to go to bed at 4 or 5 a.m. No, I'll just go to sleep and do it tomorrow Because I'm not it's not worth screwing your chemicals up for that's the problem. Like you might, if you have a big like night and go to bed late and then sleep in the next morning, now you've just thrown out all your hormones. Yeah, and now you've got to work against those things and that's very hard to do. I feel like I always, I always have stuff that happens like later on in the day and like, oh shit, now I gotta do that tonight before I get there. Like what? Um, well, I have this one big big and working client they email me right before five o'clock about some change they want to make to some campaigns or something. So, and I feel like I have the need to do that. Why do you need to do it now? It's probably fear based or something. I don't know. I guess I don't. You don't. Yeah. Well, I have this one big vision marketing client that's you know they're forty forty five grand a month. Oh, well, that's pretty good. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's a big client. So, it's not, you know, and, you know, and, and that kind of thing. And they've allowed me to stop taking on website projects and stuff. Yeah, that's another whole thing. You're trying to get rid of that. But, yeah, you've got to come up with rules. I call them, like, heuristics. So, these, they're these little rules I have in my head for dealing with things. And that way, I don't disobey the rule. I just use it like and it makes it makes decision making so rapid because I never have to like completely contemplate the thing it just it's like a default and you want to get those in your life because it makes it so much easier I guess that's the problem my 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 algorithm is am I too scared that I stay up all night versus not scared you know yeah, it's, it's an emotional thing yeah not a yeah. You're right, that is actually what it is. Yeah. It's like feel fear, stay up late, so we so I can feel more fear. It's kind of a faulty one. It's definitely Yeah. But don't mess with your chemicals because it's very hard to go against those things. For example, being hungover. I don't know how anyone would do work like that. I tried to in college and it was excruciating. 
I don't want to, if you have to work like that, that's like near impossible. Well, you might be able to work, but you're not going to produce anything great. And so you want to go into bed at the same time every night, waking up at the same time every morning. It just gets your body into sync. It's like, okay, produce melatonin at this time, expect to be asleep by this time, spike cortisol at this time, you know, expect exercise at this time, expect food at these times, run bowel movements at these times. It just, it just, it just sinks. <coughs> Sam, can you run through your schedule one more time real quick, your routine? Uh, yeah, sure. It's like 6.50, wake up. Then 7, gym. 8, shower and breakfast, which is a smoothie. And then 8.30, meditation. So you do the gym for an hour? 9. What does it look like? And then at nine o'clock, start work, which is on the, uh, it's already planned. You still got personal training at seven? Yeah. Wait. <coughs> Do you have a gym in, in like the apartment or you go somewhere? My New York one? We had one in New York. In uh, California, we don't because it's a house. But I got Rhett to look at options for the gym, and he found some, and he said the nearest one was like 10-minute drive. He was like, I was like, fuck that. <laughs> so I said, how much would it cost to build one in our, in our garage? And he said, five grand. I was like, do it. Yeah. Because, dude, 10 minutes a day, like that's, let's round that up to like 15 because you're going to have to find a park and shit swipe that card and all of that so like that's 30 minutes a day five days a week that's like that's like two and a half hours for 52 like weeks that's like that's hundreds of hours how much do i value my time at like 10 grand an hour this is a shitload of money it's more than five grand for some gym gear so that's how I did the math, real quick in my head, just brrr, bye. Do, do you have the same smoothie every morning? Do I, Rhett? I don't even make it. What's in, like, is it the same every day? Yeah, pretty much. What's in it? It's like a big workout then, there'll be like more carbs in it, but it's pretty much standard every day. Well, what's in it? Like a banana and some almond milk and some protein powder and some, some other stuff. Yeah, it's good enough for now. It's going to complicate things. Yeah, but it's just easier to have a smoothie in the morning than a, I find it to than eating some other stuff. And it's fast. Yeah, and that's that's awesome because I can't. This gets me like. It gets me awake. Because I, you know, if you if I just woke up and then just walked over to my computer, I wouldn't be very alert. And so it's good, and I get this shit out of the way. I don't want this ha looming around in the evening, the gym, because I'm gonna just always be like, oh, oh, just thinking about it in the afternoon. Get that done real quick. And then, yeah. And what's your evening? 
just goes till so then there'd be just 12 30 lunch and then one would be you know work again and then it would go all the way through till well actually at 3 30 I actually have another smoothie and then at uh, 7 I have dinner and then at 8 or 9 o'clock plan tomorrow today and then at 9.30 like shower and relax and then by like uh, 11 sleep and then the times in between that is for work which is about 12 and a half hours a day why did you do the evening shower? a shower in the evening because I sleep better when I'm clean if you also google it it's called sleep hygiene it's a thing it's scientifically proven if you're cleaner you sleep better called sleep hygiene you can look at it how many objectives are you plotting a day obviously it varies if you recorded a module then it might just be one objective do you find that having more than sort of three big things do mostly it's just one yeah mostly it's just one thing for months because <laughs> I'm just attacking this massive thing for a long time and then it gets done yeah it's mostly that but having this honestly this is like just it just you know what's gonna happen my wife knows this my team knows this everyone knows this so they all know how to like integrate with my API <laughs> it's true like they know the protocols like this makes it real easy like if you had one of these then your wife would know okay that's where Dan is I don't need to ask him they still ask me. Then ask her why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I honestly sometimes think she just wants to talk to me. But yeah, that would probably reduce it. Yeah. But this all just set. Then you're only left with so many hours for work. I find if you don't have a routine or if you don't plan today, days seem to you like this mysterious thing that you can like make a billion dollars in but then you realize you can't even apply to your emails in it. You know, like people treat their days like they can do miracles and they end up doing nothing. Mm. Do, you, do you ever have complete destruction on this? Like if uh, like you try to do this and I don't know, all of a sudden you have to have a doctor's appointment and because they couldn't get you in for two months unless you come tomorrow or something like that. Um, well, if I have to do that, for example, I've had like, you know, I've had to go to the doctor sometime in the past year. I had this thing on my chin, which was like a, an infection, and it was, I left it because I was like, I'll just let my body fight it. But then it got to the point where it was too painful. I was like, fuck, I've got to break my schedule and go to the doctor. It was the size of a golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to tolerate a lot of pain before I break this thing. In the end, dude, they had to fucking like 
cut it open with a scalpel, it was excruciating. But yeah, so if it gets to that point, I'll break it because I don't have much choice. Mm. But it doesn't happen often. No. But yeah, I'm not going to break this for something small. Like, oh, I got a sore foot. Fuck it. It'll go away. You know, like most people just are looking for things to distract themselves with. Also, you probably notice my hair gets real long and then I cut it, it's long. I try to have one haircut every like five months. Because I don't want to go every month. And then when I do get it, I get them to come to my house. So I don't have to commute. Mm. Yeah, because I get haircuts a lot and that, this, that shit up. Yeah, all of this is waste. This is like, it hasn't, you haven't, you haven't, and do you drive to get your haircut? Yeah. Yeah, look at it. This is a, look how much waste is here. Don't you, don't you have to, you have to look good on camera. <laughs> do you need to have a, do you need to have a haircut every month to look good on camera? Well, mine yes. looks like a 70s fro if I don't cut it, so like, I mean, it's terrible. terrible. Where <laughs> Alright, well look, you can get the hairdresser to come to you. That's the easy solution. There are tons of them. Get them to come to you. I do that with doctors too. At first, I actually got a doctor to come to my house to look at my chin and they gave me antibiotics, but it turned out those ones were wrong and then it got bad and then I had to go to the emergency room. Yeah, so it, like, it went through that process, I remember it now. So even when I had to see the doctor, I made them come to me. Did you get it because you're always messing with your chin? Yeah. So I'm just wondering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, you touch your chin? yeah, so it must have gotten infected. <laughs> Do we? I don't think so. Anyway, this is distracting. So that's you don't go looking for distractions. Only when you have to do you do something. The meditation that you do, is it just with music on? Do you just sit and calm your mind? I sit, I close my eyes, I use my phone to put 20 minutes on it, and then I just do nothing and think about nothing for 20 minutes. Meditation is the practice of doing nothing. So you don't add something to it. It kind of defeats the purpose. I see all these people with apps and shit, and I'm like, dude, you don't get it. You don't need two apps and a headset to meditate. <laughs> After the 20 minutes, do you feel any different? Or do you feel like... Yeah, it'll, make it, it'll change your life if you do it. When a thought pops in, and you're trying to think about nothing, what do you do to get back to that? Nothing. Ignore it. Yeah. It takes practice. But then the longer you do it for, the more disciplined you are at holding focus and just pinging away the other thoughts. Because then when you go to do work, you're starting to work, and then those thoughts start coming in, like, oh, do this, get a sandwich, get a haircut, go do this, go do that. Like, and you're just like, fuck, just, just ping, 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 ping. Other, like, the worst thing to have is like, you're so, you have no control, so whatever you think, you instantly do. So like, you're like, get a sandwich, okay, you're like, go in. 
You know, it, you never even catch it and analyze it. It just, it just happens. Yeah. It's like when people like snap and get angry and like, you know, like people who are very impulsive and, and they can't control themselves, they have it bad. You need to be able to catch the things and control them. Yeah, if you, if you don't, this will make you a shitload of money. Meditation. Because you won't get distracted as much. And then have a routine. I reckon everyone would get it, it probably 10 times the efficiency out of themselves with a routine versus not having a routine. Yeah. Does anyone not have a routine? It can be better. Huh? It can be better. I have yeah. a routine, but I get distractions sometimes. And then, food, get a damn chef. Seriously. I saw you ask this question in the Facebook group, Becca. Yes. Who cooks your food? Um, my girlfriend does at this point in time, but I have a really simple diet. I fast a lot. I don't eat very much during the day, and I eat potatoes and chicken and green juice every day, so, yeah. But I need to get a house manager for laundry, all sorts of shit. Yeah. That, that's one, like, food is, mo is a huge time waster. Because you've got to buy the food. That's a process. Then you've got to put it in the fridge. And then you've got to prepare it. And then you have to eat it. And then you've got dishes. And it happens, and it happens twice a day, every fucking day. And it's, it's, it's unruly. I don't know why people haven't spotted it and been like, get rid of this thing. What about, uh, I get the meal delivery, and so when I, I heat up the meal, I just, when I want it, I heat it up, and I continue working as I eat. Is that bad? Or? Yeah, you want to just eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figured I, if I eat while I'm working, I'm not losing work time. Yeah, but you're not really working, and you're not really eating. Like, I take a bite and work as I chew. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, just take, just focus on the food, eat it, and then finish it. It's just like, it's a, it's a discipline you're, you're getting. Like, even with me, I've got it so bad that I don't want to skip songs. I want to finish the song, right? <laughs> and I cannot watch some of a movie. So, like, it has to be finished. <laughs> no, because it's a, it's a habit. Like, it's completing things. Mm. Even if it breaches its meantime. It depends, like, like, I have to finish things, and that goes for everything. I don't want to have, like, like, I'll have one drink on my desk until it's fully finished, and then I'll get another one. And then I'll, I'll have, I'll have, like, the worst thing is you see people and the, the meal isn't eaten, and they are trying to eat it, but they're also trying to do the work, and, like, you know what I mean? They get all stuck between all of these different things. The key is to just focus on eating the food until it's done. Now you've completed that. Now you go back to this. Stop trying to multitask and split your focus. You're doing this in a lot of places. You're also driving your car while handling Boxer. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So you're training yourself to do that shit. So then if you try to do just one thing, it's going to be excruciating. Uh, so you're saying that like, it's like if you 
multitask, it trains you to do that. Yeah. You end up doing it in times when it really, really will hurt you. Yes, you're training yourself to do that everywhere. Don't, that's how your brain works. What if I Uber to work? I mean, it's that's a bit better, but still you're kind of like trying to multitask. But just try to just single task. Try to change it. And then, because how your brain works is it's just a massive like attraction thing. So whatever it does the most, that's what it's most likely to keep doing. For a prime example is people think they can't like things they don't like. Well, someone explained to me Stockholm Syndrome then, where somebody gets kidnapped, they really don't like their kidnapper, but then they fall in love with them. And then they, they, get, they get freed, and then they want to go back to them. Yeah, so that's how your brain works. And whatever you're familiar to is what you're attached to. Like, like why do we like our parents? Because we've, they've just served us a lot of impressions. <laughs> that's no shit, that's it. We think it's some magical other thing, but it's just that. I'm not even joking, that's how your brain works. And you can brainwash it. The key is you want to just purposefully brainwash it for what you want, instead of being brainwashed mistakenly for things you don't want, which is what most people do. But yeah, every time you do something, you're training yourself to do that, and you've got to try to train yourself to do, do the other thing. Like another prime example is uh, pain. So why I like the gym, like I, my favorite workout to do is like high intensity training on the bike when rep goes four minutes on and then two minutes off and then four minutes on and then two minutes off and four minutes of just going hard. Because you finish one minute and you're like, fuck, I'm exhausted. I got three more to go. And then your brain starts going wild. It's like two minutes, like my legs are completely screwed. And I love that pain. And then seeing my brain go nuts and just not listening to it. Just keep going. And then that trains you to, to keep enduring when pain is present. Yeah. So when they trained Michael Jordan, he used to do a lot of the, what were those special holds, Rhett? Isometric holds. Yeah, so like, when they were training Jordan to be the best, he'd get in those holds, like a static position hold, and then just fucking hold it for like 30 minutes, like pass, and you can imagine the pain. Has anyone done a plank just for like 10 minutes or some shit? It's excruciating. But that's what makes you tough. It's the ability to have the pain, have the option to stop it, and not. Yeah, that's why they, because that's mental toughness. That's how they trained his mental aspect. It doesn't so much do m much for your fitness, it does a little bit for it, but it's mostly training your mind. Because mm. Jordan would have still done cardio and weights and that, but that piece was like to train the mind. Yeah. And I notice most people have a very bad one of these. Like when in Accelerator you see someone go to do like a VSL and they panic, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Like they approach, or some people are like, how do you watch the videos? They're like two hours long. I'm like, geez, you can't watch a two hour video?
but how are you going to start a business? It's way more painful than this. <laughs> this year, like, when you get into this everyday regimen, what about, like, does your, do your, does your body go in the same? Like, like, what happens if you're in the middle of something and you have to poop? You know, like, I mean, do you poop at the same time every day? <laughs> so, like, so that's just one of those things that you just have to do. Like, you don't schedule it. But, but what's funny is that when you actually start having a routine and stuff, it'll start to sink at the exact same times. Yeah. Because I drink it, I like every morning I, I get a gallon jug of water and I drink a gallon of water a day because it makes me feel real good. And it's just, I've always done that and I measure it like that. So I have to pee like 20 times a day. So I'm like working and I have to pee. I come back down 15 minutes later, I get to pee. It's over and over and over and over. So I'm always going back and forth. Yeah, that's actually fine. Yeah. Because it's kind of like a small little break and it's good to be hydrated. I do that too. I drink a shitload of like drink, like LaCroix or sparkling water or something. Mm. Did you drink coffee? Yeah, just one a day. So installing a urinal in your office is too far. Well, how far away is the toilet? He lives in a bullet. I gotta walk probably I'd say 50 yards. How long does that take? I don't know what yards are. Yards. How many yards away is that bathroom from here? It's about that far. It's about. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. 50 yards is like half a football field. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a ball and house. Oh, okay. I thought you meant. Yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about it. I gotta go visit. But you should, you should figure out what your routine is. Like right now, you should... Just set the two, like it, to figure out what your routine is, it all really centers around two things, which is the wake up and go to bed. So you start by plotting these two things. And everything else fits in around these two things. And you want to make sure the time from wake up, well, from go to sleep to wake up, is at least seven to eight hours. Like I see some people like idealistically create their routine that has like four hours sleep in it. And it, that just, it looks great on the calendar, but it just doesn't work in reality. You've always got to break that down in half an hour increments. Or if you just go down a block of 90 minutes and it's the same thing. Really I'll focus for the 90 yeah, it depends. If it's a day full of tasks, then they might be 30 minutes an hour, 30 minutes an hour. But if it's just creating one module for the whole day, it's just that. Yeah. Does everyone have a set wake up and go to sleep time? This is a big self-discipline thing. If you, if you can't stick to this, then you're not going to be able to stick to shit. Because if you don't have the discipline to go to bed and wake up, how are you going to have the discipline to do other things? Sam, I know you used to wake up at like 4 or 5 a.m., something like that. Uh, Why did you switch to 6.50? Um, it's just not realistic if you calculate eight hours from like 4 a.m. to go to sleep at that time. 8 yeah, like 8 p.m. in New York? Go to bed? Dude, it's sunny. And like... It just wasn't, doesn't make sense. 
So I thought I tried to because it sounds cool, like, oh, I wake up at 4 a.m., but it, it doesn't play out very well. This one, like, 11 is about the right time for me, stopping at 9, starting at 9, and having this stuff before 9, it just, like, everyone's different, but you just try to figure it out the way that best works for you. I like to work out first and get all that stuff done and then work through, yeah, that's just my optimal. Because you've got to remember, every time, every hour you wake up earlier, you have to go to bed an hour earlier. And that's where it starts to get you. Like, do you go to bed at 8 p.m. every night? No, so, uh, I shoot for 10 p.m. and I'm up at 5.30, um, but even that's just kind of annoying. Yeah, so you shoot for 10. Yeah. So what does that really mean? Either 10 or 11.30. Yeah. So you're probably going to be at 11 and waking up at 5. So you're just basically getting less sleep. That's only like six and a half hours. Yeah, either six or seven and a half. Yeah. Do you feel a difference with the West Coast and New York? Three hours time? Nah, it takes about, I think it was 11 days for your body to adapt. No, your body, and I remember it now, your body adjusts 30 minutes per day. So if three hours, that would be six days. Yeah. That's what they know for athletes. So if an athlete is traveling, they tr move them that many days before so that they can fully sink. Yeah, I've been to Hawaii for competition. It's 12 hours. It's like <laughs> tricky. Shit, man. You'd need like at least 15 days or something. Nine days, it was quite good. But after like three, four, five days, I was like, yeah, crap. But That's another thing. You want to avoid traveling all the damn time because it screws with you. I don't understand the laptop lifestyle, which is like, yeah, I'm in like Hawaii and then I'm in Fiji and then when are you doing any work? <laughs> so there's a lot of airports, a lot of planes, a lot of checking in, a lot of checking out, a lot of trying to find a place to eat and no doing anything. It just, it, it doesn't work. Like you want to find a location and fix to it because that's one less variable. And you want to eliminate all possible variables so, variables so that you have less, it's sim more simple, you know? So have one of these, optimize your environment, get a chef, eat good food. Honestly, one of the best hacks to make money is just don't drink alcohol. That's probably the best thing I ever did to make me a lot of money. That's so true. I had like one drink since the last mastermind and we more than quadrupled our revenue. Yeah. See, people try all sorts of fancy shit with their funnel and then they can just not drink. <laughs> it works way better. Yeah, I went from making like a million a year to like 18 million a year when I stopped drinking. No, it was 2 million to 18 million. It wasn't all from not drinking, but it definitely wouldn't have happened if I'd still drunk. How did that happen, that huge scale? Um, like just, you had the book, you know, and you just scaled the ad, or what was your... I was mostly just, it got blown up by Ty Lopez. Okay. Yeah. 
So it was kind of like it was a combination of having a good funnel, a good product, and all of that. But the thing that just blew it up and way too fast was that. Yeah. And then also, do people have those aura rings? Get one of those. Because it will measure your sleep and it will show you how good your sleep is. How is that better than an Apple Watch if anyone's had both of those things? It's more accurate. So Apple no, Watch is not effective at all. It's like a gimmick essentially. Huh, good to know, thank you. Just like that iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like laptops, sorry guys. <laughs> That's a bad thing. Like look, you've said that you don't like a laptop. What meaningful work can happen without a laptop? I mean, name anything that I need to do, and it's on here. <laughs> on an iPad? Yeah, I don't need to do really. You've got a keyboard, right? Yeah, it's attached. Oh, you can't do like ads. You can't look at. You can't look at like funnels, metrics, spreadsheets. What are spreadsheets like on a fucking? Like, by by tapping on the cell, you mustn't be able to do very powerful functions. I don't need to. My team does all that stuff. That's all why. All stuff is in G Suite. So. Yeah. Like I totally. You need a web browser. I totally feel you for like most people that that's not good, but like, I'm finally at the point where all I need to do is like come up with strategies. I don't know. So <laughs> you're like she'll change her mind. Yeah, I think that's seriously handicapping yourself. Like you, if I didn't have a laptop, I couldn't do anything. I like moving really fast. Like, you know, the multiple, like. Um, windows open that like I can flip between things and then like also having a mouse makes you way faster I looked into the science of is it faster to use the trackpad or a mouse mouse I watched that on your video um, I do like the mouse when I'm on my desktop I just like this because it doesn't hurt my wrist I hate the trackpad. yeah mouse is faster yeah and then you know you even don't want to optimize everything like use an Ethernet cable that's an easy one just every little microsecond on every load, it adds up big time, and that's hours, and it's worth it. Just optimize everything. Plus, you don't have like dropping out or anything with Ethernet, bad video. It's all just it just fixes it up. And then, yeah, try the incense, improve your environment, and just look at everything. You can see how many different things I've looked at and just like tweaked them and just been like. And I'm still going. I'm always looking at new stuff and tweaking it and trying to figure out how to hack it. How did you manage the sirens in Manhattan? Like with recordings? Yeah. I just had to stop. That was like, it sucked. That's an awesome thing about LA. I can just do a whole recording all the way through. Yeah, and in, in New York, I had to just stop. Yeah, it sucks. And you can't escape them. Because mm. I was on level 28, you still could hear them really loud. Yeah. Mm. And then, any other things that, because today, I knew we were going to do this today because I could see it leading up to it. You were asking on the Q&As, man, I can't handle everything. Everything's coming at me. <laughs> and, then, and then I saw Becca announce that he was going to like, quit social media and all of this stuff. And then it's, it's honestly the, the best strategy ever and it's the easiest one. Just get rid of shit, ruthlessly. 
Like people are going to be crying. They're going to be like, please don't. Just do it. <laughs> so I have a question on that. I don't know if it's specifically you mentioned, like, before you mentioned it, I noticed that looking at what you and, and Andrew do, like, a lot of people, when they get out of the webinar season, they'll send emails that go to, like, the general, like, they'll post a video on YouTube that is, like, mass market or just, like, a general video, and then they'll email their list, whereas you and, and especially Andrew, instead of sending them, like, something that may go on YouTube for everybody to see, it's literally an exact piece of content or videos are directly tied to that original offer is simply an objection handler. Yeah. Like, would you say it's more efficient instead of trying to, like, just email your list of stuff you might post mass market, only email them stuff that's directly like, hey, you didn't buy or didn't book a call. So, here's a, here's so that video only makes sense if somebody's gone through that process. So there's no purpose for it to be on the wider internet. Someone's going to stumble on it and it's going to be, thanks for attending my webinar. They'll be like, what webinar? Right? So you're doing it, you're creating it specifically for that person, knowing they've come through those steps. Why? And it seems that Andrew does that, and it seems that you might do it more. Because like you post a video on YouTube, which is like a general like, Yeah, so that's different. One would be a specific video, usually in Wistia, usually just on that landing page, just for people in that funnel. Then there would be YouTube videos, which just a more generic purpose. They've got to make sense to anybody. So they don't pre, they don't assume that somebody has ha done this because hell, we don't, anyone could see this. So they've got to have a general broad appeal. That's why you'll notice my blog videos are very general because I'm trying to make them broadly appeal to anybody. Like someone who doesn't even have a business be like, hey, this is interesting. Yeah, but you still email your, your list, and your list is post webinar people. You still email them. Yeah, I email everybody that. So, so you don't think that everybody that's out of a funnel. So, what's the purpose of emailing you? Like, I understand the purpose of posting on YouTube so new people find you and register. But what's the purpose of emailing your list with that content? It's just stirring the pot. It's like these people know you exist. You're just reminding them that you exist. And then one day, you know, people don't understand how it works, but it's kind of like why you like your parents because they served you a lot of impressions. So we're just serving up impressions. One day someone will be like, oh, yeah, I might just buy this thing. It's like my dad. He, like, hated you forever. <laughs> and then, like, I started making money with your stuff. My mom started taking the course. And all of a sudden he's like, yeah, I like Sam. Yeah. Impressions. I'm telling you, man, I'll, it's just, it's Chinese water torture. It's just like, drip, drip. Well, that's like the McDonald's trip. and the Dunkin' Donuts. Like, they just keep, they don't need to necessarily advertise, but if they keep doing commercials, they keep, keep doing, um, you know, banners on the side of the road and stuff and, and, and all that. And he keeps reminding you, and then when you want coffee, you're like, oh, McDonald's. Yeah, it's brainwashing. That's why I don't have ads. That's why I don't, you, like, use social media. <laughs> Because uh, I control what goes into my brain. Um, I know you said you like to finish things, you know, completely. But what if you start working on, like, like, you do this process, you define a goal, and you start working on it? Like, we months ago decided to like write a book, and now I'm just like, I feel like that was a mistake. We already spent tons of money on it. We already wrote the book, and I'm just like, do I just kill this baby, or do I just see it through? Like, I just don't know. 
Is it a value action? I feel like it would, con like the whole point of the book is to drive. Is it a value action? So, yes, but it's pretty low, I think, on the, like Facebook ads is above a book. So then focus on Facebook ads. Do it when it is number one. Okay, so even though you've spent the money. Sunk costs. Okay. What was that sunk cost? Mm. It's like an economic term which refers to like, We've invested all this money in it. We've invested all this time in it. So therefore, we should do it. But that's not. You, that's you don't do something just because you've invested a lot of time and money in it. You do something because it's the best option, regardless of what the previous investment is. Yeah. So like that's the sunk costs fallacy. Well, it's the opposite of like the gamblers doing wrong, right? They're like, oh, I've thrown this much money in. That means if I throw a little bit more. Win. Yeah, I mean it's kind of the same-ish. Well, it's still like saying I've already invested all of this. I could just be one one thing away. Yeah, yeah. You got to just think about it clearly. If if one thing is definitely more likely to grow the business than another, why would you work on that? Yeah, I agree. It's just oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've got to be really, really disciplined with what, with your prioritization thing. Like, how do you choose what to do? Sometimes I, I have that pro same problem as uh, Alex. Like, sometimes I don't know what to work on. So I just need to run through this system more and... Do you plan tomorrow today? Yes, I do. But I've actually been running out of things to do. Um, just recently. <laughs> That's Facebook ads. It's nice, but not, because I want to... What about ads? Um, so yeah, I've been. That's one of the things is I've been coming up with different ad like ideas, and then you know we have somebody who runs our ads. So. Are they doing the ads? Are they working? Yeah. I thought you said you should be doing the ads instead of doing the book. Well, yeah, I'm working on the like the concept of the ads. They run the ads. So how do you define? doing the ads. Isn't that already done? I mean, now it is, yeah. Last week it wasn't. Now we have more ads and we're good. So what's next on the queue? That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> well, didn't you do the exercise? Uh, you just taught it to me. Oh, OK. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to do it right now on my iPad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I bet you we keep coming back to that. Because you've got to filter your tasks that can be done on an iPad to which there is almost nothing. I purposely want to grow my business with that. <laughs> you can try it. Yeah, no, I'm... That's like me deciding to purposefully run my business drunk. <laughs> it's not a really good point to prove. So, any questions on this stuff? What is... Um, what, this might be a little personal, but what does your wife's day look like? My girlfriend, I'm struggling to see like, how she'll fill her day. <laughs> well, that's, first of all, that's not your responsibility. Well, I'm thinking about moving to a warmer climate in the wintertime, and she's going to have to occupy herself. Yeah, she will. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, well, I did that with, with my wife, and... You know, it's, it's like a soul-searching experience because they're like, 
they've got nothing like nothing to do and they've got to think what to do and then they're like what do I want to do and and then eventually she found thing like a thing she wants to do like starting her own business doing this thing that she's really passionate about yeah it can take a while for someone to figure out what they want to do with their life you know what I mean but it's kind of good to be sat sitting in that position like boredom is a good place for someone to sit but they shouldn't look to get out of it like they should just look to find something to do with themselves like a purpose you know yeah she's a job well does she like her job does she hate it yeah I mean if it, like if she doesn't like her job then just be like look don't do your job That's what I did. I was like, because I noticed that Ashley's job, she wanted me to pick her up and drop her off at it. I was like, fuck, we've got to eliminate this job. <laughs> it's costing me more money than you earn for me to drop you here. A vehicle. <laughs> yeah, then I bought her a vehicle, that's right. No, I already had one. Then why did I need to drop you off? I think you, like, said... Yeah, but she didn't like it anyway, so it was win-win-win. Mm. Yeah. Nah, before. You could work together. Aaron and I work together. <laughs> yeah, Ashley and I tried that, and it didn't really work that well. It only it doesn't work with everyone. <laughs> and like, so she just wanted to do her own thing, and now she's found her own thing, and now that's good. You know. A lot of the time, people don't just need to bug you, she like, bug but she'll, yeah, she'll figure that out. She's a, a human. <laughs> <laughs> like that, you've got to let people figure their own stuff out, you know? Otherwise, if you tell someone what to do, it's not entirely theirs. You know what I mean? If you tell her what to do, she'll never do it. <laughs> I don't want to tell her, I'm curious what the path looks like. Kind of like what your path looks like. Trying Trying different shit. Seeing what you like, seeing what you don't like. Yeah, that's how it always works. I always find it funny that people think we... Like, oh, I can't wait for those, like pixel retargeting audiences and those lookalikes and those those multivariate tests and then we just always end up on yep just just time management and <laughs> wake up at the right time go to bed at the right time don't do stupid stuff <laughs> like <laughs> but seriously it's really 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 the best place to make more money because you've got to think about how money is created and how business growth is created. It's created by focused attention over time, being channeled into the right thing. In order to be able to do that, you have to have the energy and the focus and not the distractions. So like, you, you're creating this by doing this. It, you do this for years, I mean, that compounds in an incredible way. Incredible. Yeah. It's just like a funnel, you know, you tweak this piece, you tweak that, you split test this and you split test that. I'm doing that with everything. Objects, tasks, like environments, people, like everything. 
I even figured out a way to order at a restaurant with the minimal number of, of back and forth between me and the waiter. On kind of life management time, you can't. I hate inefficiency. So when I go to a restaurant, when my I, first of all I won't go to a restaurant. I hate them. But if my wife makes me go to one, then I will. I will sit down and I'll make sure the menu's there. And if it's not there, I'll be like, hey, hey, hey. Just menu, menu, menu. And then when they bring it back, I'm like, stay, 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 stay. It's like, what's the best thing to get? All right, cool, I'll get that. Ashley, what do you want? Just getting it all done in one hit. He's not there for the experience. He's there. Just eat and get out. And then when they, when I, before I finish eating, I'm looking for the waiter. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, check. And then they bring it over and then like, then I'm giving it back to them, so then they process it, and then I finish my last bite, and then I'm like, oh, it's a go. <laughs> I'm not being rude. I just ask for it at strange times. They have to complete the same, like, routine. It's actually beneficial for them. They do less back and forth with me than they do with someone else. But I can't stand that back and forth crap. Mm, that's why a chef's the best. Good question. So how do you deal with haters? Like people who are uh, uh -huh. just trying to knock you down with that, and then they get it like this, and your Don't associate with them. Well, the easiest way is just to not look. So how do you see a hater? How do you? So I just tell I just I just tell him to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and then see what happens. And then it would probably stop hassling it. If he doesn't, then I would just leave. Because I'm not gonna deal with that every day. But most of the time, it happens on the internet, not in real life. And the key is like, you know, if anyone looks at the comments on their ads, they're insane. You should not do that. I don't know what happens to them. What do you guys do with them? I usually try to respond to 95% of them, unless it's like clearly derogatory or... We don't delete the name. Yeah. I mean, we're really confident in the product. Like Sam put together yeah. the product and we can pretty much defend any objection, I feel. Well, there's both sides there. It's never all negative. You see some people, they're like, oh, I don't agree with this. And then someone's like, oh, but actually it could be this. And they're like, oh, I don't know. Like, it's just, just fucking people just with nothing to do. You know, you just let them have at it. <laughs> you know, I don't care about what they're doing there. Doesn't that impact the score of your ad if it's received too many negative comments? Like it can shut down your ad account, Facebook. Nah, that like it'll if you're getting a low. Like the metrics tell you everything, right? First of all, a really bad ad that pisses people off generally won't work that well, or it will get shut down anyway, right? Before it gets the chance to accumulate a lot of hateful comments. So you just I just look at the numbers. And typically a good ad will have a good CTR, a good CPC, its relevance will be high, like 9, 10, and it'll be getting a balanced comments of like 50% negative, 50% positive. And we, I like that. 
Yeah. Something I've noticed as well is that I used to put like only only images as ads, <coughs> and you know last time I told you uh, I put like a picture of me with the Clickfunnels traffic and we with uh, and me with my car. And actually, the the picture with the car was converting well. It's like oh scam blah blah blah. Son of a, so so your father is rich and all that stuff. <laughs> That's what you have when you are young and you you sell courses. But and then I put like videos, and I feel like video builds more trust because this is not only an image. You see what I mean? Yeah, but which one worked better? Just by the numbers. Um. So I don't track actually which ad drives. Well, that's your problem. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Whatever works best, do that. If you don't know what that is, figure that out. But the thing is that I, so they work around the same. But you don't know. You just told me you don't have any means of knowing. Yes, I, I know. I don't have enough data to. So you you're guessing that they work about the same. I'm guessing at like ninety percent. So I'm. You're guessing with another guess that it's at 90%. <laughs> There's no way to factualize a guess. Okay, but like, let's say, let's say for example, the, the video ad performs a little bit less than the image ads, but there is like 20 less time haters. You shouldn't even be looking at the comments anyway. Yeah, but it's hard. <laughs> yeah, so work on that. Dude, I haven't looked at the comments on those things. It's like a guaranteed way to make yourself like worry about nothing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So just don't look at it. Is it important to, to respond to them though? I don't think so. Okay. But I never look at ours. I never looked at mine before because I didn't have any time. And I knew there was bad comments all through it, but if the ads work, screw it. Just keep it going. Like you gotta, who cares what other people think? Yeah, but like, isn't there like that social proof thing in both sides? Like, if there are a lot of people following you and, and saying that your program is great or else then it's great, but if they see a lot of negative comments on an ad, they wouldn't think like, oh, that's, this is bad. Because they saw other people saying that. Well, you bought my stuff. Sorry? You bought my stuff. Yeah. I, I heard only negative yeah, things about I, Sam and it made me want to work with him. I was like, he must know what he's doing. <laughs> but I'm not a goat. I'm not a goat. I, I watch. What does that mean? Uh, a sheep. Sheep. Yeah, a sheep, yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> usually goat means you're the best. <laughs> In French, we, we say good for like uh, when we you follow everybody, but like most people, what they do is like they they look at the comments and then they think. That, but you, how do you know that? Sorry? How do you know that? Yeah, here we go again. It doesn't matter. I'm telling you, like if your ad works and it's getting you customers, who cares? Don't look at the comments. You don't even know they're there. That's the beauty of not looking at it. If something can't get into your awareness, you don't even know it exists. So it's the best defense, because you don't even know. That's what I do. I don't look anywhere. I'm very scared of not knowing things. You see what I mean? Like, for example, you say, you don't need to check your email, you don't need to check your message and all that stuff. But what if... 
You see, you're pro this is interesting because you're probably petrified from reading those damn Facebook comments that now you're checking your email because you swear something's going to come in because you swear like it's going to be everything's bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, so you just, this is the thing, it like festers. Once you make yourself aware of it and you're worrying, now you're worried everywhere, now you can't work, now you're checking everything, now you're questioning your business. It's just pointless. Don't tempt that. Don't look at anything. Like pro sports players say that too. They don't look at good things or bad. The key is not to look at the good things either. Because if you look at the good things, you get addicted to reading good things about yourself. Right? It's just as bad. If you read the bad stuff, it, you just don't look at anything. Yeah, you've got to discipline yourself. So I just found an app in Chrome that actually disables the comments on YouTube. It just removes it. So you can't see it on any video. And I also, it also removes the recommended videos on the right-hand side, and it removes all the recommended videos on the homepage. And it removes the video itself as well. Nah, not that. So it, you can only find what you're looking for. Yeah, and you cannot get distracted. So I recommend getting that thing. I'll tell you what it's called. And if you've got a news feed on your, fa on your Facebook, you're asking for it too. Oh, you can remove that? Yeah. Newsfeed Eradicator, I think it's called? No, it's called Kill Newsfeed. That's the best one. So it's just called Kill Newsfeed. It's a Chrome extension, right? So if you go to the Chrome app, web app store, whatever it is, and it's called Kill Newsfeed, you just install it. And then if you go to Facebook, it won't show you any newsfeed. It's just gray. And the same thing for YouTube, you said there's a Chrome app. Yeah, and then the YouTube one is called Hide Recommendations. Yeah, this thing is beautiful. Do you have any other apps uh, or Chrome extensions that you use? Pretty much those two. So I just, I, I have turned off... Flux as well. Huh? Flux. Yeah, Flux is a good one. It just makes your screen yellow at night because that helps you go to sleep. It's built into the MacBook Pro in the settings. You can turn it on. Flux is good. I think the Flux one works pretty well, yeah. Can you use momentum, right? Yeah. What is, what is the YouTube plugin? It's like auto turns on. It's, it just remote. You know when you go to YouTube and there's that home screen? Right. Yeah, that's, a, that's a, like a minefield, man. It's just, it's just tempting you. You're like, oh, look. <laughs> and you're, it's going to get you one time. It's guaranteed it's going to get you. You'll end up watching a YouTube video, then you'll wind up in the dark part of YouTube. I'm meaning that you're probably going to YouTube to find one video on just how to do one thing, and then you end up watching six three-hour Joe Rogan videos. That's what happens to me. Yeah. Yeah, so you've got to think, like, so after this mistake happens, you've got to ask yourself, how the fuck did this happen? <laughs> right? And then you'll pretty much trace it back to this shitty home screen with these things on it. And then you're like, how do I eliminate the source? Gone. You just do the same thing. Like I told you before, the person, the sources, just find out these different things. Then we're, you often have to make the mistake to figure out how to fix it. Well, that's what I've had to do. But now you get to learn from my mistakes, so you don't have to make all of them.
So just get rid of all of that crap. No one ever accidentally like stumbled on a home recommendation on YouTube and like and made an amazing business and all of that. What was the other one? What did you call it? Uh, mine something? Mine? Kill? Kill music. No, no, there was another one. Momentum. That was the same time. Oh, momentum. It's like a welcome page. What is, what is that? Well, you know when you change tabs, I think naturally it shows you your other tabs that you other things that you've accessed before. Like apps. Yeah, like most most commonly used sites, right? That's just like tempting you again to click on something that isn't purposeful. So what what is the what is it doing? So if you just open any new tab, it's just a it's just a picture of like some nature instead of tempting you to go into places which you're probably not intending to go to. You're just removing the trap doors. Have you ever used any of the time trackers that'll just kind of monitor what you're doing to kind of retroactively analyze it? Yeah, I've got the, um, I barely use it, to be honest. Like, it, it runs in the background, it does its reporting all the time. But I never really use it for any actual decisions. And it's just called like rescue time, but it's not even, I have never used it to really make a decision. Yeah. Did you delete Messenger from your phone? Dude, I don't even have the Facebook app on my phone. Yeah, or okay. Yeah. Or Messenger. So I got I got down to one screen. Do you have anything Facebook on that? Um. Well, I had Facebook. Ad, I had Facebook ads. No, no. You have Facebook ads on there. Yeah. Get rid of it. Like if I watch this new app. You don't need to look at a fucking ad on your lap on your phone. What about Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the stories are just a nightmare. I stopped doing the stories because it just, it doesn't, you can't finish it. You know what I mean? You can't just be like, all right, I'm going to do the stories thing. 20 minutes, bam, get it done. It's just a constant lingering throughout your entire life. Can you post on Instagram without a phone? No. You can schedule regular posts, but not stories. What do you use to schedule regular posts? I deleted Instagram like nine months ago. I hate it. <laughs> uh, a really sneaky thing you can do with stories is just make make 30 of them. And then like you can save them all and then just rerun it every single month. Nobody watches you that closely. And so if you're selling stuff, just rerun the story over and over and over again. Uh, I do the same thing with live streams on YouTube and stuff. That's what we should do, Red. Yeah. yeah, you can use Schedulegram though, is what I used to use to schedule the actual posts, not the stories. Write that down, Rhett, that's a good recommendation. You said it was impossible. You know, you can save the video and just make a folder every single day. Yeah, I wouldn't even do that myself. I'm going to get Rhett to do it. Yeah, the live streams too, huh? Oh yeah, I never even got into those. I don't know how people find the time to do that. Like Facebook Live, Instagram Live, YouTube Live. I mean, God, this, it just never ends. I still don't know how Twitter works. I still don't have a Snapchat. It's just, it's getting, un, it's getting impossible. How can somebody do all of that shit? It's getting ridiculous. And I reckon it's heading towards... Like it ruins your brain. Like forget getting the, the distracted piece, it just absolutely ruins your brain. It just hardwires you to instant gratification. So if you can't do something and get feedback immediately, you're like, 
you can't do it. And all business is, is delayed gratification. That is business. Doing something now that you're not gonna get any gratification for for years. So why, why train yourself to do the opposite of what's good? That's why I stopped doing the stories. It's just stupid. If we can figure out a way to loop it, we'll do that. But, mm. And then delete all the social media apps off your phone. You just don't need them. What if you use your phone to create content? How? On your phone. You record it and then you gotta upload it directly to the app instead of uploading, <laughs> going to uploading it to Drive and then opening it from Drive and down. Like YouTube? No, like if you're making a video to post on Facebook, for example. But you're making it from your phone and then you gotta upload it to the app directly so it just goes and boom, you're done versus getting it on your phone, do Google Drive, download it from Google Drive. Um, I still wouldn't have Facebook on my phone. Just for that, it's bound to distract you more than it will help you. So I, what I would do is just plug my phone in with a USB cable, just bloop straight over to my laptop onto the computer, not the cloud, and then bloop straight into Facebook. And then you're, you're not going to get distracted. The danger of it is, is it might give you some upside, but it has a treacherous downside. It's asymmetric. There's way more down than up. What about students' questions in the groups? Get, get a community manager. What if you just started? Then chunk the time. Do it once every second day at 6 o'clock for an hour. To answer these questions. Yeah. Do not be reactive to shit. And you've just got to, this is a never ending process. I've been doing this to my entire life everywhere in every dimension, virtual and physical for like years, endlessly. And it just keeps getting more efficient, more efficient, more efficient. Did you say one hour every other day? I, that was a recommendation. I don't do that. I don't do anything. Yeah. But if you don't have a community manager, you would probably want to do one hour every second day, yeah. What point does it make sense to get a community manager? Huh? What point does it make sense to get a community manager? When it feels like you should. When it hurts. Yeah. You hire where it hurts, like, you know, obviously with you it was support, right? Obviously with you it's a home person. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's obvious. Wherever the main like festering issue is, there. Yeah. And then the environment hacking, the things that make that one good is good view and natural light really help. If you've got a fluorescent light, get rid of it. Those things are the worst. Get a, it has to be an incandescent light. Fluorescent lights, like those white lights, yeah. they're like, just ruin you. Yeah. yeah, so make sure you've got an incandescent light. And then uh, plants, they are good too. Oxygen, huh? Yeah. And then um, like animals are actually really good hack. I got a parrot next to my desk. A parrot, nice. Yeah. 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 Huh? 
Real animals? Real animals? <laughs> yeah. Two cats. You're saying you should or should not have? Should. Oh, if I had a dog, that would, that would just add to Like, what if he shits on the floor? Get a parrot. You're going to be getting that house made. <laughs> you're going to cats less messed up. Wouldn't that just add more bullshit? You, you totally... Nah, so I've thought about this. If I was to get a dog, I'd get one that doesn't have to be warped. Mm. What? Bulldog. <laughs> you can just. That's why I like cats. Like we got cats, because you don't have to walk those suckers. But it's like having like this is creating like a research it. Like it's one of the best things you can do for children growing up is for them to be around animals. Yeah, it makes it's way like it helps them develop because they've got they're interacting with with like something. And it's also for mental health, they use it a lot. It actually helps people with that. And it also makes a more comfortable environment. You said you don't do fluorescent Yeah. Is that because of the type of bulb or is that because of the color temperature? It's because they only have one, one they're, they're permanently stuck at one point in the spectrum. And they're not, they don't have a nice wide spectrum. And so it's not natural. And it just sets off your nervous system. So like, an, like a, you mean like it's like a white or bluish white, whereas like this is an orange white? Yeah, the orange ones are better. Because they do have like LED and fluorescent bulbs that are that color. So is it the type of bulb? Nah, those other ones flicker too, the fluorescents. They go Oh, the flickering. Yeah, yeah. And it just, it just, your nervous system just goes panicking. Like, if you've been into a, into a place with all of that light, it feels like you're in a mental asylum. Do you know what I mean? You've been into, I'm sure everyone's been into one of those fucking rooms. Yeah. My friend had a bedroom like that. I was like, dude, you're going to kill somebody or something. This is bad. <laughs> and he was like, but it saves power. I was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> and then what else makes it good? Comfortable desk, comfortable chair, lack of distractions, a good temperature. Temperature's huge. So if you're always too cold or always too hot, that's just going to piss you off. So make, like, make sure that it's the right temperature. Oh, we got those Apex desks that you recommended. They're working out great. We got them for everybody. And nice. What is it? Um, Apex, they're like these electric desks. They go up and down. Mm. And uh, they're... Like electric, and you can yeah, stand yeah. or sit. Everybody yeah. just sits, but just. If <laughs> 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 they have like holes in them for your cords, yeah, yeah, nothing around them. They're easy to move, etc., etc. Mm. Yeah, do the house too. Also, clutter makes it distracts you. So clean, having it clean, get a cleaner to come in. Like, who cleans their own house? Surely there's somebody. Becca, do you clean your house? Sometimes I enjoy it. A little bit, I enjoy it. <laughs> I realize that's why I'm here. I got problems. Get a cleaner, man. It'll... We have a maid, but she only comes every two weeks, so. Two weeks? Holy shit. I'm here. I'm automatic. Do you think it's worth twice a week? I do once a week, but then come Wednesday, I'm like, damn dishes, and I can't help myself because I want it to be clean. Yeah, like three times. We do it twice. We do it twice a week. Yeah. Same. I just pile them up and wait for. 
<laughs> yeah, but that also that that is actually taking a toll on you because you walk past you're like. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a toll on my wife. I just go to But then your wife comes to you. <laughs> so you got to trace these things back, man. The dishes affects her. She's now angry. She comes to you. You see. This is what it all, it all connects to each other. You've got to like fix everything. You can't like have a festering problem and think, oh, it's not going to come over and get me over here. It'll get you. Yep, time, cool. All right, well, we're going to jump in that bus. And then it should be fast. I'm not going to say anything.